The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We are go for launch. Let's do this. Welcome to the revolution. So far, so good. 16 years of outdoor radio excellence. That sounds super awesome. Imitated, but never duplicated. Prepare yourself. This isn't very pleasant. Live from coast to coast, around the world, and online at JimandTrav.com. Play it. What are you waiting for? Let the revolution begin. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and my Outdoor TV. Elquest 2018, we're chasing Wapiti, being joined by Big Steve West and Bearded Mitch Petrie. We're hunting some ungulates, baby. Filling the freezer with organic protein. Tasty. Elquest 2018. Well, I guess a get well soon. Is that what's in order? Or a congratulations? Maybe both. Uh, may- both? I just had a... Did they debone you? pound knee. <laughs> so you had a partial knee replacement, right? Yeah, I did on my left knee, and they, they took the interior portion off and uh, put a new joint in there, and here I am dancing a jig. Now you're, I wouldn't say good to go, but you're better, right? I, I am better. You can probably see it from last week to this week, can't you? I don't know. I've only seen you walk like 50 feet. So, <laughs> uh, anyways, no. So, congratulations on the surgery. Went well. Jumbo now has two. He's like the bionic man. That's right. Uh, he's just not nearly as cool. I can't make it through TSA anymore. What's that? I'm joking. I know. I'm not that stupid. I was just playing along. <laughs> yes, uh, you are. All right, so we were talking Elquest 2018. Jimbo, he's like brand new. He's like the kit car uh, is what he is. We're going to be joined a fabulous doubleheader of Mr. Steve West. He's the host of Steve's Outdoor Adventures on Outdoor Channel Sunday, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. It is also seen on my outdoor TV. And by the way, folks, like we've been saying, right now you can download a free trial. Then joining us is going to be, get this, Miss Bunny. Uh, our Mitch Petrie. Miss well, Bunny's going to be here in just a sec. Actually, oh. she's here now. <laughs> the medication I is messing with you. chronological order. Anyways, <laughs> uh, Mitch Petrie, he is the vice president of programming uh, for Outdoor Sports. We like group. this guy. He's going to be telling us about an awesome uh, archery elk hunt he did there in New Mexico with Will, Will Primos. Primos. The whole uh, Primos crew is pretty cool. And uh, Mrs. Bunny, you're going to be joining us as well. Absolutely, guys. You haven't stuck around for a whole interview in a long time. I know. It's going to be fun. Jimbo. Um, she doesn't find you nearly as repulsive now. <laughs> so that's why she's going to stick it, around. It's a smile on my knee. All right, Mrs. Bunny, what are you going to talk about? Hunting safety in grizzly country, guys. All right, let's get to Mrs. Bunny, and it's brought to you by Ranch Hand. Here we go. Now listen up. Quest 2018 is on. Now here's the one and only Mrs. Bunny, brought to you by Ranch Hand, built to take a hit. View Ranch Hand truck accessories at ranchhand.com. Okay, so uh, in September, as most people are probably aware, there was two guys out hunting in Wyoming, a guide and his client, and they were attacked by a grizzly shortly after they got an elk down. They were out to retrieve it, and the guide ended up dying, and the client ended up getting away. With that in mind... Weren't they actually, like, field dressing it at the time? No, they had just found it. They had lost it. They didn't know where it was. They were tracking it. They didn't find it the first day. They tracked it the second day, and uh, they found it, and that's when they were attacked by two grizzlies. I think it was a sow and a cub. Yeah. That's unfortunate. 
unfortunate. Yeah, it is. And so, um, you know, no blame placed on the client whatsoever. I mean, that's a scary situation. You, you can't possibly know how you're going to react in that situation. However, that highlights the need to be aware when you're hunting in predator country. And so as it relates to hunting in grizzly territory, um, it's one of those things where you need to have all eyes aware all the time, kind of eyes in the back of your head. So hunt with a partner. Groups of people tend to be more intimidating to bears. It also gives you more eyes to be aware of anything that may be stalking you. What's that? You go to a club and you see all these women and no one wants to approach them because they're afraid of them, right? <laughs> yeah. And, so and really so. But what you're doing, you're basically saying is have someone for lookout, exactly, really, and that's for backup. It. Well, you know, in general, hunters kind of do everything opposite of what you're told. You are hunting at dusk and dawn. You're silently stalking game. You're using scent eliminators. You're handling carcasses. You're using game calls. You are doing everything. It's working against you. Yeah, you're doing everything to bring predators in, truthfully, you know? And so you have to be even more mindful of how you're handling yourself out in the field. So hunting with a partner. Uh, next, be watchful uh, if you're in dark timber. Bears make day beds in dark timber away from main trails. So if you're traveling through timber, you need to be really careful so you don't bump a bear, startle them and have a bad situation. Also, be uh, aware of seasonal food sources like um, white bark pine in September and early October. This tends to be a food source that bears use heavily in the fall. And so knowing this food source is heavily used by them, you should be careful in these areas. Um, also, if you know someone has gotten down, gotten an animal down, an elk or something else, in a certain valley or area, um, you may want to steer clear of that area for a day or two while the bears obviously are going to clean up gut piles because this tends to be a bear's uh, gut pile season, if you will, and um, they're going to fiercely defend those things. So stay away from those areas. Don't get tunnel vision either. You are so focused on the game that you're wanting to get, the tag that you want to fill, that you have to watch for scat, watch for tracks, watch for signs that bears are around. Uh while you're field dressing, have a lookout because that's a very much a dangerous time. Also, it's a dinner bell. It is. Um, when you get your um, your animal field dressed, if you don't get it packed all the way out, if you're at a camp, hang it in a smart area away from camp, away from where you sleep. And also beware as you pack your animal the rest of the way out because you are being silently stalked whether you like it or not. So it's hunting safely in grizzly country is important. Also, Predators in general, there was a woman just a week or two ago that was killed by a mountain lion out west. And so you just have to be mindful of the wildlife that is there and the danger it presents if you're not paying attention. Yeah. Also, you got to think about uh, now wolves because yes. they, they travel in packs. Absolutely. As well as coyotes. And uh, they can do as much damage as a bear. That's right. Well, the thing is, you know, nine times out of ten, we've all encountered dangerous game out there. Um, they're just as apprehensive around you as you are them. Absolutely. And most of the time, they give you plenty of space. But most of the this, time, you're not going to have an issue. No, However, you're that never going to have an issue. But that being said, I think there's three encounters just this year with grizzlies and humans, and well, I was more, looking, more I so saw, than any other and year. That's in the lower 48. That is. And I saw so, somewhere in the news that again this week already, um, it has happened. Uh, anyways, this was a totally different scenario, though, and I think the the stakes were elevated because, for one, the game had been sitting for hours on end. It had expired. There was a trail to yeah. where that animal was. Yeah. And that animal was protecting its food source. I mean, it's so unfortunate that this man uh, lost his life. I mean, that's terrible in our hearts. 
you know, I mean, you feel so bad for the family, you can't even comprehend what they're going through. Use but it as just, a reminder, though, to be safe out there. This, this honestly, this tragic event, it's really a... Oh, it's horrible. A it's a wake-up call. It's a somber reminder to everybody who, who recreates out there. Like you said, there's nine times out of ten, you're never going to have an issue, but this needs to be in the back of your mind. That way you are mindful of these things. Now, do they have bear spray? They did. They deployed they, it. And that, that's the thing is that they're they found, finding in some instances. They found bear spray next to the person. It was had been deployed. Uh, they also said that the bears hadn't even started eating the carcass yet. They just appeared to be looking out over it or something like that. So oh, yeah. I don't know. There was a lot of there's a lot of different scenarios. A lot of people upset about this, obviously. Um, but uh, good reminder, somber reminder for well, everybody it, out there. It's important to not only have your, your hunting rifle on you but also like a backup sidearm and bear spray. You can never be too prepared, um, especially in, in dangerous game country. And like Jimbo said, I mean, there's mountain lions, there's wolves, um, bears. there's bears. I mean, coyotes, there's all sorts of, I mean, look at the number of coyote attacks. <laughs> it is insane. Um, anyway, so this fall though, just hunt smart. Um, be cautious, be about yourself. And like Miss Bunny said, it's always better to go out uh, as a team. Have uh, you have someone else's back and they have yours. That's right. Jumbo, you want to add anything? It just I'm gonna tell you, you're like a walking centrail with your <laughs> oozing wound there. He's not he's not coming with me. He's got no, he's got like this 14-inch incision going from his left elbow to his toe. This thing's huge. Uh, anyways, you know, I'm so excited about this. Coming up after the break, it's going to be the first part. We're doing a doubleheader with Mr. Steve West. He is the host of Steve's Outdoor Adventures, where? Hey, it's on Outdoor Channel. Yeah, Sunday, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. You can also catch it on My Outdoor TV. Mrs. Bonnie, it was so much fun having you. Great being back, guys. Kind of a downer that you come back and talk about bear attacks. I know. But, you know, nonetheless, you're keeping us safe. That's right. All right, so this has been brought to you by Ranch Hand, built to take a hit, unlike Jimbo. Uh, view Ranch Hand truck <laughs> accessories online at ranchhand.com. Coming up next, we got Steve West. Don't go anywhere. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Jimby got with Travi. Travi got with Bunny. They were talking about the outdoors. Outdoors they were talking. Follow the boys on social media and always 24-7 at JimandTrav.com. Stay tuned. The Revolution will continue right after these important messages. What's the matter with you? This is what I do to feed my family. Outdoor Channel has a wicked side. Run, run, run. This isn't fishing. Hooking it's easy. This is war. Getting it in the boat is the hard part. There's going to be a confrontation. <laughs> wicked Tuna, Mondays at 9 p.m. on Outdoor Channel. Deer Stopper, Bull Bumper, Donkey Knocker, Elk Crusher, Brush Guard, Cow Pusher. No matter what you call it, make sure it's a Ranch Hand Legend Grill Guard. The leader for over 30 years in front-end protection for trucks and SUVs. Visit RanchHand.com to see which Ranch Hand Grill Guards, Bumpers, and Running Steps fit your Ford, Ram, Chevy, GMC, or Toyota. Ranch Hand. Built in America. Built by our hands. Built to take a hit. The Revolution with Jim and Travis back on the air. Remember to drop us some feedback at JimandTrav.com. It's ElkQuest 2018 this week. Now kicking off a two-part interview with Mr. Steve West, host of Steve's Outdoor Adventures on Outdoor Channel and My Outdoor TV. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaOutdoors.com. This is part one. Hey, we're back. Before the break, we had Miss Bunny on Shoes Tell Us How to Hunt Animals, if you will. In predator country. That's right. We are talking Elk Quest 2018, Jimbo. Can you believe it? 
It's 2018. It's 2018. <laughs> All right, so it has been since January. We're just now being joined. Our next guest, he's tall, he's handsome, and he's quick with a smile. And unlike Jimbo, he still retains about 90% of his original body parts. Yeah. Uh, that is Steve West. Uh, Steve's the host of uh, Steve's Outdoor Adventures there on Outdoor Channel. Such a fantastic series. You have to watch it. Uh, Sunday, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Plus, you can always catch it uh, by downloading the My Outdoor TV app. We highly recommend that. That's right. Yeah, Jimbo agrees with that. Now, let's talk about this, man. Elk hunting, you know, I would say anywhere from mid-September to, let's say, October 10th, right about, across the country, is like generally the average peak rut. Consider um, the peak. Yeah, for elk. And so, first of all, are the elk bugling a lot right now? And kind of, when do they start bugling? Is it like a domino effect, man, kind of sweeping across the nation? Or is it just a little more by happenstance? You know, every year it's a little bit different. You know, the rut realistically begins in sometime in early September and you know, we've seen elk, as elk populations grow in some areas, even rutting and bugling as late as mid-December. Oh, wow. Um, it's very strange. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that's the peak of the rut, but you will see elk in higher density areas acting as if there are still cows to be bred into late season. Last year, on December 15th, I heard a bull bugling in Chama, New Mexico. Uh, November 8th, uh, two years ago, we filmed a bull breeding a cow in northern Utah, uh, both places with high elk densities. In areas with low elk densities, by the time you get to the middle part of October, it's generally over with. Yeah, I would think that maybe up in that uh, northwestern part of Colorado, they have a high density of elk there. Probably where you're at out there in Oregon, probably a lot there too. Pretty fair number. Our, our rut does peak up, you know, about this time of year, the last couple of days of September, first few days of October. And the rut, for the most part, is pretty well over with by late October. Um, we don't see that rut behavior late. We don't have a really high density of elk right here um, where we live and hunt at home. But oh, I'll tell you what, northwest Colorado, northern Utah, Chama, New Mexico, places like that, those are those are the elite places with lots of elk. And, and that's where I see that prolonged rut going well into November. All right, Mr. Steve West, the host of Steve's Outdoor Adventures. You have to watch it on Outdoor Channel Sundays. Uh, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Also, again, get the My Outdoor TV app. You can watch it anywhere you want on the go. Uh, you know, when it comes to, let's say, deer hunting, a lot of guys and gals, they're like, oh, man, the peak of the rut. I mean, they, they get so fired up. But you can be successful year-round at the peak of the rut with deer or elk. I mean, I, I've watched you for years, Mr. Steve. It doesn't matter where you're at. There, there might not even be elk, and Steve will tag an elk. He can find one. How? Do, what do you attribute your success to? Is it understanding the game you're pursuing, the terrain, the forage, the hunting pressure? What makes you consistently successful year after year, Mr. Steve? Well, you know, nowadays it seems like I'm doing a lot more hunting with the outfitters and guides that our booking agency represents. And, of course, at that point, I'm leaning on professionals uh, that – know their area and the elk in their area. And and I do that because our television show is geared around, you know, those particular trips. Now, I do some hunting for myself on my own. I do a little public land DIY. I've got our own ranch here in Northeast Oregon. And really, you know, before the rut, after the rut, whenever, it's a matter of understanding, you know, where's the food, where's the water, where's the bedding, where's, you know, what are the behaviors of the animals where you're at? I do a lot of smart scouting with today's modern trail cameras that um, allow me to not go back into my hunting areas where the elk are at and get the scent up and, you know, maybe 
affect the behavior of the animals. These are trail cameras that upload images to an app that I access, and then I can see, you know, what animals came to the water hole or the meadow or down that particular trail. Uh, I get a chance to look at the predators too, but at the same time, I get to really pattern the animals and understand their behaviors better uh, through smart scouting and just learning as much as I can about the animals in that particular area where I'm going to be hunting. And that gives you a huge leg up on being successful when you actually put the rifle on your shoulder and head into the woods. Oh, that is so true. All right, Mr. Steve West, we're hanging out with him talking all things elk hunting, Elk Quest 2018. Mr. Steve, he is the host of Steve's Outdoor Adventures on Outdoor Channel. You have to watch it. So informative, uh, so much fun. Sunday, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. All right, so, you know, I mean, obviously this time of year, Mr. Steve, it's warm. Uh, they're, they're high. They're on the dark side of the mountain. They're not easy to get to, especially if you're doing, uh, public land, you know, over the counter DIY hunting. This time of the year, is it smart for us to target water sources? I mean, obviously they have to drink. Is that what you would be doing right now? Well, yeah. I mean, no matter when I hunt, even in the late season, I'm looking for food and water. You know, where are they eating? Where are they sleeping? Where are they drinking? But, you know, in the early season, a lot of people think that hunting the rut is awesome because you'll just go in the woods and bugle and a great big bull will come running up to you and let yeah. you shoot him. Well, it's, it's very different than that. Actually, this is the most physically demanding time of the season because they're in small bunches. They're covering a lot of ground. Those bulls are being pressured by satellite bulls. The cows are doing their thing. The bulls trying to keep them rounded up, and they're always on the move. That makes it very difficult for someone who's, let's say, maybe not in great physical shape to be able to keep up with those elk and get in front of them and get a shot. And, you know, and, and they all don't just get called in. You call in some, but you certainly don't call in the hurt bulls very often. Whereas if you hunt late season, you when those elk have come down, you know, let's say you can hunt mid-November into December, when those elk are on the winter range, the bulls are off in little bachelor groups. You're not worried about calling them then. You just need to glass them up, spot them, and move on them. So, yeah, this time of year in the early season, I'm looking for places that they would like to bed, different areas where they'd like to be feeding, and I'm going from area to area trying to locate them on the bugle. I'm trying to hear those bulls talking, revealing their location, and then figure out where they're trying to go and get in front of them. Maybe it's a water hole. Maybe it's a you know a small seep on a hillside. You'd be surprised how little water an elk needs in a source in order to get a good drink. And you know, th- then where are they bedding? You know, a lot of times I would rather figure out where they're bedding than anything else because you might have 20 different water holes in an area but maybe there's only one good north facing slope that's got good dark timber and grass and, and bedding areas in it that they're going to go into for the day and if i can get between that bedding area and where they're feeding and, and where they might be watering that's where that magic is going to happen hey steve we got to take a break can you stick around because this is some great stuff yeah, you bet. You bet. Hey, we're talking with old Steve West. He is the host of Steve's Outdoor Adventures on Outdoor Channel Sundays at 6 o'clock Eastern Time. That's right. You can also catch it anytime you want on the My Outdoor TV app, and you can download a free trial uh, right now. But this has been brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Hop online. Check them out today, YamahaOutdoors.com. Now, Mr. Steve, before we get to a break, man, where can we find you online? You can always find us at SteveHunts.com. You bet. Hey, that was Steve West, we'll be back right after this. That's right, with part two. Steve Big Daddy West of Steve's Outdoor Adventures on Outdoor Channel and My Outdoor TV is on deck. His name is Steve West, and he shoots some big elk. His name is Steve West, and he is a hunter. He's my friend. Oh, it's Steve. 
Mrs. Bunny with a vital tip on elk calling. Brought to you by Sticky Holsters. See how they're redefining concealment at StickyHolsters.com. Call with caution. You might be eager to get on the horn, but calling excessively can be off-putting to bulls. After a certain amount of time, elk become conditioned to the uneducated caller in the woods and learn to avoid them. So, call with caution and let the response or non-response of bulls dictate your calling strategy. You know, the revolution with Jim and Trav is more than just noise to drown out a nagging spouse. Oh, you have got to be kidding me. We're all things outdoors, so you better listen. Often imitated, never duplicated. Stick around. The revolution will return after these short messages. Introducing the ultimate midsize utility ATV, the all-new Yamaha Kodiak 450. The Kodiak 450 offers class-leading comfort and proven off-road capability with its durable Ultramatic automatic transmission, on-command four-wheel drive, plus optional electric power steering. Starting at just $59.99, see the new Kodiak 450 today at YamahaMotorsports.com. MSRP subject to change. ATVs are recommended for use only by riders age 16 and older. Yamaha recommends an approved training course. See your dealer or call 1-800-887-2887. ATVs can be hazardous to operate. What's the matter with you? This is what I do to feed my family. Outdoor Channel has a wicked side. Run, run, run. This isn't fishing. Hooking it's easy. This is war. Getting in the boat is the hard part. There's going to be a confrontation. Wicked Tuna, Mondays at 9 p.m. on Outdoor Channel. Welcome back to the revolution with Jim and Trav. ElQuest 2018 is on. Now let's get back to Steve West, host of Steve's Outdoor Adventures on Outdoor Channel and My Outdoor TV. Brought to you by Horizon Firearms, the official rifle of the revolution with Jim and Trav. See them online today at horizonfirearms.com. Here's part two. Hey, we're back. We've got a two-part interview going with Steve. Big Steve's Steve. Outdoor Adventures. Yeah, that's right, Steve's <laughs> Outdoor Adventures. Make sure you watch it on Outdoor Channel Sunday, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, as Jimbo swallows his medication here. That's it. Uh, you can also get, <laughs> I it, get, more of that. get it on the My Outdoor TV app. All right, so um, let, let's talk about this, Mr. Steve. Again, we're talking ElQuest 2018. Let's say we've scouted an area. We've seen a lot of elk previously. There's a tremendous amount of just promising sign, but we're not seeing anything currently. When we're out there, we're hunting. Uh, we're not hearing any calls. Do you believe in cold calling, trying to locate some bulls? How do you feel about that? No, I'll, I'll be a goal. I mean, yesterday was a prime example. We were out with our special youth hunter for the season at the ranch. There were tracks everywhere. And the elk were not talking. And we we were moving with the tracks, trying to catch up to the elk. And about every 15 minutes, I would I would let, you know, bugle or let out a couple cow chirps, something to try and get that bull to go. Now, in our area, we have some wolves. The wolves had the elk pretty quieted down. And there's sometimes when those elk will not talk at all because they know that if they bugle, either the wolves are going to show up or the two-legged wolves are going to show up, you know. And <laughs> if we roll up on them, too, <laughs> if we roll up on them too many times, every time they bugle and spook them, well, then they know to to keep it quiet. And you know, so to a certain degree, yes, I will let out what what we call locator bugles or or cow calls. Um, and sometimes you can get them fired up. You can if you can get one bull going, the others in an area might start bugling back as well, and then you can get something rolling. But if they're just getting locked jaw. Sometimes the best thing to do is just get up high and start glassing and, and be patient and let the elk come to you and let them start talking on their own rather than pressure them out of an area, especially on public land 
where everybody's got a bugle and likes to yodel at them. Hmm. Ah. All right, Mr. Steve West, again, the host, Steve's Outdoor Adventures on Outdoor Channel Sunday, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. You know, in part one, you had mentioned something, uh, scent. Um, you know, going back 20, 30, 40 years ago, besides staying downwind of game, people really didn't pay that close attention, Mr. Steve. Not like they do today. They have all these ozone-free machines. You wash your clothes in this. You use unscented deodorants. I mean, you know the craze. There's so much stuff out there. How much of that is hype? How much should we be doing? Is it practical? When it comes to scent elimination, how much should we invest in it? You know, I, I really believe that you should watch what you wash your clothing in. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to go out there smelling like the Tide <laughs> detergent commercial. Yeah, um, for bees. You know, if, if you can be odor-free, you know, that's a big thing. So there are odor-free detergents out there to use. You know, we use the, the Winchek bottles. I am playing with an ozonic unit for the first time ever this year. It's part of a backpack that I'm utilizing. Oh, really? And, yeah, I'm, I haven't been in a lot of you know, bad wind situations because I'm always working the wind. But at the same time, I'm trying to learn a lot about that right now because it is new. It is the new craze um, to dead down wind or, you know, the silver something lining spray or the, you know, whatever it may be. I mean, we're, we're playing with some of that. We're trying to learn more about if it's effective or not. But I do know one thing. If you're upwind from an elk and, and you smell, he's going to leave. There's no getting around that. It's over. So, yeah, scent is very important. All right, Mr. Steve West, we're talking all things elk hunting right now. Um, before we get to a break, let's talk about calibers real quick. Um, you know, pursuing the almighty wapiti isn't like taking down an antelope or whitetail or mule deer. I, this is a big-bodied animal. They are very tough. They're resilient. What is your go-to elk hunting caliber, Mr. Steve? I, I fell in love with the 300 Winchester Magnum a long time ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a kind of an all-around caliber. But I hunt personally with a lot of different calibers because I have sponsors that, you know, produces rifles in a number of calibers. I've taken elk. The smallest caliber I've ever killed an elk with was a 6.5 Creedmoor, and I did that last year. Oh, wow. Um, this, you know, the largest I've ever used was a 338 Winchester Magnum, but I've done a lot of hunting with the 300 Win Mag, and that's kind of an all-around good elk caliber. But... The first thing I will tell everyone is this. It doesn't matter how good a caliber you've got, how big it is, if you can't shoot it. I would rather have a hunter I was guiding show up with a 270 that he can hit the sweet spot on an elk at 300 yards every single time or, you know, a 30-06 or a 308, you know, with good controlled expansion bolts have peak terminal performance upon impact. I would rather have someone show up with those very common, very old, very reliable calibers than someone who shows up with a 300 Ultra Magnum that can't shoot it uh, without a lead sled because there's no lead sled on that mountain where you're going hunting. You have to be able to sit down, shoulder that gun off your knee or off a set of shooting sticks and accurately place that bullet. I would rather have a guy shooting a lighter caliber with a good bullet accurately than someone shooting some Ultra Magnum hopped up gun (laughs) that beats the crap out of them that they cannot control and shoot accurately. I would rather have that all day long. And, you know, the, you know, the lighter calibers, you're might more accurate with them. You're less likely to have wound and loss. You're less likely to have missing. You know, once again, it doesn't do you any good to have a 300 Ultra Mag 
if you can't put the bullet where it needs to be. Ooh, there you go. All right, Mr. Steve, so sad. I wish we could keep talking. Got to get to a break, though, man. To learn more about Steve's Outdoor Adventures, again, Outdoor Channel Sundays, uh, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, upcoming episodes, where you're going, your partners, all that good stuff, man. So much fun to watch you and to follow you on your adventures. Where can we find you online, Mr. Steve? You can find me online at stevesunts.com. We have a website that's full of information, not just about our hunting trips, but also about the television series, quality ammunition, good rifles, things of that nature. It's all right there on the site. Yeah, and don't forget, book a hunt with Steve. That's right, book He's a hunt. He's a great guy to go with. Exactly. All right, so this has been brought to you by Horizon I bought Firearms. I flowers. You, you took him flowers? That was yes. nice of you. Horizon Firearms, the official <laughs> rifle of the revolution with Jim and Trav. Hop online, check them out today, horizonfirearms.com. Coming up next, we have Mitch Petrie. Yeah, he is the Vice President of Programming for Outdoor Channel. That's right, he is on deck. Mr. Steve, man, so awesome having you on. God bless you, and it was great talking today, buddy. Uh, pleasure's all mine, guys. Tell Mitch I said hello. Up next is Mitch Petrie, Vice President of Programming for Outdoor Sportsman Group. Stick around, y'all. I never knew. I, I've, I've never hunted elk before. I've seen elk. I've had encounters in the wild, but I've never been in front of one bugling with a bow and a license. You know, So I didn't know how I was going to react. The Revolution with Jim and Trav is powered by Bass Pro Shops at BassPro.com and Cabela's at Cabela's.com. Your adventure starts here. Stick around. The Revolution will return after these short messages. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. What's the matter with you? This is what I do to feed my family. Outdoor Channel has a wicked side. Run, run, run. This isn't fishing. Hooking it's easy. This is war. Getting into the boat is the hard part. There's going to be a confrontation. Wicked Tuna, Mondays at 9 p.m. on Outdoor Channel. Outdoor adventure and great eating go hand in hand with all of our High Mountain Seasonings jerky kits, snack and sticks, buckboard bacon, finishing sauces, rubs and shakers, marinades, and more. Go to HIMTNJerky.com or call 1-800-829-2285 today. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Thanks for taking the time and providing us with such great feedback at JimandTrav.com. ElkQuest 2018 is the topic of discussion this week. Now, here's a two-parter with Mr. Mitch Petrie, Vice President of Programming for Outdoor Sportsman Group, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. This is part one. Hey, we're back. We're talking ElkQuest on this week's show. And before the break, we had old Steve West on. Of course, he's a big guy hunting big elk in big country. He's got big ideas. He's got big dreams, too, in feet. Steve West. His toes uh, are webbed. It, he has webbed toes, and he's got pointy ears. Uh, Steve Steve's Outdoor Adventures on Outdoor Channel. Uh, Sunday, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Don't ever tell him I said that. I wouldn't do that. Uh, just now joining us, Mr. Mitch Petrie, and he is the Vice President of Program for Outdoor Sportsman Group, and he just returned, Jibbo, as you know, from an awesome uh, archery elk hunt there in New Mexico near Wagon. Yeah, about 45 Five miles north of uh, Las Vegas, New Mexico. But tell us about this, Mr. Mitch. Uh, this had to be a dream hunt. You were hunting with the entire Primos crew, and we want to say Primos Truth about hunting. It airs Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, and Sundays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. 
But I mean, talk about a hunt, a trip of a lifetime, an experience, uh, Mr. Mitch. You're never going to forget. Bar none. My wife and I have a little bit of a joke because in our industry, there's to say hunt of a lifetime or one-time opportunity. um, uh, We get a lot of great opportunities to get out and hunt and to fish, but... uh, this one was truly uh, the hunt of a lifetime because, uh, you know, in addition to hunt- hunting elk in New Mexico with a bow and arrow, which is just an amazing hunt in and of itself, I was uh, able to join the Primos hunting team, uh, including Will Primos and Brad Ferris and Jimmy Primos was there as well. Troy Ruiz was, uh, was there. So these are guys that, uh, you know, I grew up with watching. Um, and really when I joined this industry, they've just been at the top of their game for that long. So uh, it was a great honor and uh, uh, an amazing experience. Yeah. Now, that uh, that elk hunt that you were on, that's kind of like an early season, and uh, they had to be bugling like crazy. And, of course, the greatest bugler there is probably is Will Primos. Yeah, I tell you what, they were, when we, we showed up, they were absolutely bugling, and it's like every day they got a little bit hotter too. So, and you know, the weather was warm, so we didn't have uh, fantastic weather. It was 85 degrees the oh, first couple wow. of days that we hunted there. You know, it started in the low 50s, but made it up to 80 or 85. Uh, but the, yeah, the elk were definitely um, showing rutting activity and bugling. Um, but uh, one of the videos I posted showed one of the herds that we saw, and uh, we was—I don't remember which day it was. It was probably on the second day. Might have been the first day, actually. We were walking back to our vehicle, and it's a big hike. We, you know, we put on probably five, six miles a day. Man. And uh, as we got down towards our vehicle, we couldn't even see it, but we could see some elk crossing this little um, valley. And uh, they probably saw our vehicle or possibly caught our wind. And the lead cow just took off. And, you know, she wasn't on a sprint, but she just started to run, and she ran in our general direction. Uh, we kind of knew where they were going, but, um, so we just stood there and we filmed. I filmed with my cell phone and I, we filmed it for TV as well. But there's, I don't know, maybe 250 to 300 head of elk. Oh, wow. And, wow. Uh, they, it, it was a, I would say maybe a controlled stampede, which is probably <laughs> not an oxymoron, but we were safe. We were far enough away, but it was so impressive to watch and just listen to them. And when you hear the video, the cows are all just, uh, you know, going crazy and there's some bulls and then, and they're right at the very end. You have this giant and he's probably 350 inch bull, Ooh, uh, wow. bringing up the rear, just making sure that they're all in order. And, you know, they just moved down the, down, they're, they're going out into the fields for the evening to feed so yeah now i i want to touch on something because i think this is amazing i'm looking at a photo right now uh in direct quote from you drawn back in a 330 bull with will primos over my shoulder first of all having a bull like that drawn back in front of you is just heart pounding man i mean it's so exciting but having will primos standing over your shoulder like oh my gosh i would have been so nervous uh, what was that like? I mean, kind of dive into that having, like you were saying, I mean, he's a prolific elk hunter, amazing man. Everybody in the outdoors knows Mr. Will Primos. 
What was that like, man? Yeah, you'll you'll have to post that photo because it, it is one of my favorite pictures of all time, and and the experience was even better than the photo. <laughs> yeah. First of all, you know, I, I'm a big turkey and and whitetail hunter, and 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 I'm a little bit like Stan Potts in that I get excited around deer and turkey. So I, I've never knew I, I've I've never hunted elk before. I've seen elk, I've had encounters in the wild, but I've never been in front of one bugling with a bow and a license. You know, so I didn't know how I was going to react. And we actually had, uh, that was on the first morning of our hunt. We had, we had tried to call in, uh, a bull from a little bit earlier there and, and it didn't happen. So we were going to walk this area and go to a water hole because we knew there could be elk coming out to a water hole. And as we crossed this grassy area, I had, uh, Brad and Troy in front of me with the camera guy and Will was behind me. They were about 20 feet in front. Will was about 10 feet behind me. And I looked down. And I see this bull, he, and he's walking, kind of like you see some of the old moose walking. He's, his head is swaying. I think he had been chasing some cows down below. So he was, you know, walking. We were probably about a thousand yards from this water hole. And he was just walking up the hill, going to head over to the water hole. And I yelled ahead, guys, there's a bull, there's a bull. And I, and I didn't know how big it was. I just knew it was a bull. And I dropped down, uh, to my knees right behind the only tree that we were around and the camera guys, and uh, Troy and Brad were, were, they got onto a tripod and then Will was standing behind me. And um, I got my sling off, I knocked an arrow, I got ready, and Will was just looking through his binoculars, which also has a rangefinder, and he, he was telling me, nod your head if you can hear me. And I said, you're fine. And he, goes, and he goes, 60 yards, 50 yards, 40 yards. And now, so I'm pinned behind this tree. I'm thinking about drawing back, but right, he didn't even say 40 yards, but at about 40 yards, the bull jumped out and uh, was broadside to me at oh. 46 yards, but but he was pretty keyed up, and I and he was looking right at me, and I was holding on my bow, and I was not drawn back, so I wasn't going to be able to draw back then. He ended up uh, rolling back, and as he crossed the tree in front of me, I, I was able to draw, and he stopped at about 51 yards, but again, he knew something wasn't right. He either saw Will or caught our wind or something. Uh, and so Will said not to shoot, and there was no chance of that happening anyways, Yeah, uh, because that's the first uh, bull I've ever drawn back on. So I, I had told Will uh, earlier, you know, I, I wanted to, you know, if a small bull came in or something we weren't going to, you know, weren't going to shoot, I kind of wanted to draw back on it just to get that sight picture and have that experience. And, uh, oh, for sure. So Fortunately, it ended up ending fine, and you know he walked off, and we got some amazing video on that. And and he was, I mean, that would have been an amazing first bull. I mean, it was uh, probably three hundred and thirty inch bull, is what the guys estimated it as. Ooh, wow! Hey, Mitch, can you stick around, man? This is some great stuff, and we got a whole lot more we want to talk to you about on elk hunting. Sounds good. I'm willing to stay. All right. Hey, we've been talking with Mitch Petrie. He's the Vice President of Programming at Outdoor Sportsman's Group. That's right. You know what I would have been like What's Will, when Will said that? I would have been, is that you, Jesus? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, my goodness. That would have been so exciting. All right. Make sure you watch, though, every single Tuesday night, Primo's Truth About Hunting. All new episodes currently airing on Outdoor Channel, uh, Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Also, Sundays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Mr. Mitch, before we get to a break, though, man, to learn more about you, Outdoor Sportsman Group, what do we have, Ted, to online? 
online to do that? Check out our Instagram and check out uh, our Facebook. We uh, we put a lot of really great content on, on both of those. Otherwise, OutdoorChannel.com as well. All right. This has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Right now, you can download a free trial, a seven-day trial of My Outdoor TV. That's right. The My Outdoor TV app. Check it out. You will love it. Got to get to a break. We will return with part two with Mitch Petrie right after this. Don't go anywhere. We're out for protein and elk are on our hit list. ElkQuest 2018, we're chasing Wapiti, being joined by Big Steve West and bearded Mitch Petrie. We're hunting some ungulates, baby. Filling the freezer with organic protein. Tasty. Here's Mrs. Bunny with a tip on elk hideouts. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them at himtnjerky.com. Elk hideouts. Elk look to hiding cover for security as a means of escape from predators. So seeking out these cover locales is a solid strategy for elk hunters. Look for the thick and unwelcoming cover where elk will often go to avoid hunting pressure. Don't neglect to look to steep terrain like boulders and cliffs because sheep and goats aren't the only ones that can navigate these tricky areas. Finally, identify grazing areas where a herd can go to sustain itself as these hotspots can provide the perfect shot up opportunity for hunters the revolution with jim and travis on the air you know you can always ask your smart speaker to play the show hey alexa play the revolution with jim and trav playing the revolution with jim and trav and you can follow us and provide feedback 24 7 at jimandtrav.com there's lots of ways to connect with the revolution with jim and trav and stay tuned the revolution will be right back Located in the heart of Maui's premier resort, Kanapali Beach Hotel is officially recognized as Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel and the number one best value in Hawaii. With a range of accommodations and affordable dining options, this is the ideal setting to turn Hawaiian dreams into lifelong memories. Live Hawaiian entertainment every evening, free year-round children's programs, weekly arts and crafts fairs, welcome breakfast, and departure kukui lei ceremonies add to the value. Swim in the whale-shaped pool, indulge in the fabulous spa and hotel salon, enjoy Hawaiian hospitality at its best at the Ka'anapali Beach Hotel. Call 800-262-8450 or go to kbhmaui.com. That's kbhmaui.com. Aloha. What's the matter with you? This is what I do to feed my family. Outdoor Channel has a wicked side. Run, run, run. This isn't fishing. Hooking it's easy. This is war. Getting in the boat is the hard part. There's going to be a confrontation. Wicked Tuna, Mondays at 9 p.m. on Outdoor Channel. Welcome back to ElkQuest 2018 on The Revolution with Jim and Trev. Now let's get back to Mr. Mitch Petrie, Vice President of Programming for Outdoor Sportsman Group. Brought to you by Cinch Jeans, the official clothing brand of The Revolution with Jim and Trev. View their entire line of apparel at cinchjeans.com. This is part two. Hey, we're back with part two with Mitch Petrie. He's the vice president of programming for Outdoor Sportsman's Group. Yeah, we're discussing ElkQuest 2018 before the break. He was telling us about his awesome uh, archery elk hunt there in New Mexico with, with Primos. the Primos boys. Yeah, make sure you watch the Primos Truth About Hunting Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time and Sundays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Plus, you can always download the My Outdoor TV app and watch it on the go. Um, but let's talk about this. You're on the go, man. And to prep for a hunt like this, there's a lot that goes into it. A lot of research. Yeah, and just 
Jimbo and I were always looking up, you know, articles and watching videos on hunting, sighting, and rifles, the game we're pursuing, and we get a lot of that information from Outdoor Channel site or Sportsman's, uh, especially my outdoor TV. But across the board, you guys are launching all new platforms uh, in how we can actually view this content. This is exciting, Mr. Mitch. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and people who know us well or who work with us, you know, understand that we've had pretty significant initiatives underway for the last couple of years and it's exciting to see them roll out you know essentially on time as planned so all of our websites uh all of our digital assets including my outdoor tv are being rolled out right now on a new platform that is being served and this sounds really boring to guys like you and me who all we care about is you know finding good material and being able to read it yeah but we now have the infrastructure in place that can serve content. So if a guy like me was looking for information on an elk hunt, I can go to any one of our brands. I might go to Peterson Hunting Magazine online there. I can do a search, and it will come back with relevant video and articles from our entire library. And as you can imagine, it's a vast library, not just a video, but editorial across all of our brands. So uh, it's cutting edge. It's really exciting. You know, it's somewhat boring unless you're a technical guy, but I'll tell you what it's <laughs> going to mean for the consumer is, we are a global leader in content for the outdoor hunt, shoot, fish space, and now we have a platform that's going to help us deliver that content. We are entering into our award season. We do an annual producer award, the Outdoor Sportsman Awards, and fans will have the ability to go to outdoorsportsmanawards.com here uh, just in the next few days and uh, start voting for their favorite uh, hosts, their favorite hunts, their favorite deer, turkey, what have you. We have about 18 different categories that fans will be able to vote on. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Mitch Petrie, Vice President of Programming at Outdoor Sportsman Group, and Travis sounds like a whole lot of great things are yet to come. That's right. Also, Booger Bottom USA, oh. favorite Mike Waddell, all new series coming I have out. Boogers. Yeah, first part of the year yeah. again on Outdoor Channel. Uh, we do have to get to a break. Mr. Mitch, though, to learn more about you, everything that we have discussed, there's so many exciting things happening uh, there at the Outdoor Sportsman Group. Where can we find you guys online? Yeah, OutdoorChannel.com is a good place to start, or the Sportsman Channel. WorldFishingNetwork.com. Those are our major networks. But you can, uh, from there, you can springboard everywhere. Again, check out our social media as well because we're investing heavily in some great content there, and that's a good way to join in. And also check your local listings and watch all of our networks. We appreciate it. That's right. This has been brought to you by Cinch Jeans, the official clothing brand of the revolution with Jim and Trav. Hop online, check out their entire line of apparel at cinchjeans.com. Also make sure you watch Primo's Truth About Hunting, all new episodes currently airing Tuesdays, 7 p.m. Eastern Time and Sundays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And next year, Mr. Mitch will be featured again. Primo's Truth About Hunting. Gotta get to a break. Mr. Mitch, you are so awesome. God bless you. We love you, buddy. Thanks, guys. Good luck this fall. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trev. People are tweeting about this? Well, yeah, and they're also on social media like... Facebook? Yep. Well, it's called the internet. Plus, you can drop us some valuable feedback and help us sculpt the sound of the show at JimandTrav.com. How is that not obvious by now? Well, you'd be surprised how many times we have to remind people, don't move, the revolution will return after these short messages. Deer Stopper. Bull Bumper. 
Donkey Knocker, Elk Crusher, Brush Guard, Cow Pusher. No matter what you call it, make sure it's a Ranch Hand Legend Grill Guard. The leader for over 30 years in front-end protection for trucks and SUVs. Visit RanchHand.com to see which Ranch Hand Grill Guards, bumpers, and running steps fit your Ford, Ram, Chevy, GMC, or Toyota. Ranch Hand. Built in America. Built by our hands. Built to take a hit. Introducing the ultimate midsize utility ATV. The all-new Yamaha Kodiak 450. The Kodiak 450 offers class-leading comfort and proven off-road capability with its durable Ultramatic automatic transmission, on-command four-wheel drive, plus optional electric power steering. Starting at just $59.99, see the new Kodiak 450 today at YamahaMotorsports.com. MSRP subject to change. ATVs are recommended for use only by riders age 16 and older. Yamaha recommends an approved training course. See your dealer or call 1-800-887-2887. ATVs can be hazardous to operate. The Revolution with Jim and Trav present Real Men of the Outdoors. Real Men of the Outdoors. Today we salute you, Mr. Jim. Look who it is, it's Jim. With his endless supply of Tommy Bahama outfits, safari hats, and sandals. What were you thinking? I was going to change my name to Tommy Bahama. You think it looks natural, but it couldn't look weirder. Unless maybe it had a propeller. Oh, look at the freak! I do have new shorts. <laughs> well, I got Hollywood legs. I, I like to wear shorts and a t-shirt when I record. Do you know that I have barbecue sauce on my knuckle? Yeah, I did lick it off. So once again, we salute you, oh grandpappy of the outdoors, Mr. Jim. I don't know if it was from yesterday or last week. It's the grandpappy of the Well, that's a wrap. The revolution with Jim and Trav is over this week. This concludes our broadcast day. Let's hit the road. Remember, stay in touch with the boys and provide us some valuable feedback at JimandTrav.com. Not so fast, you'll get brain freeze. Hey, what a great show this week. We had Ole Miss Bunny on for a whole segment. And, of course, then Steve West and also Mitch Petrie. Mitch Petrie, that is right. We're talking ElkQuest 2018. Mrs. Bunny, this was fun having you back for a full interview. Thanks, boys. I enjoyed it. Yeah, she did a great job. Hey, we want to thank our 550 and affiliate stations, our advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible. Like Miss Bunny, Fungior, producer Mark Maneri, and Frank the Sound Guy. That's right, and you know what, Jimbo? Uh, well wishes to you in your knee surgery. Well, thank you. It uh, looks like I got in a knife fight with a midget. They injected him with uh, elk stem cells. <laughs> yeah. Is that what they did? Yeah, and now I rub my head on trees. Your knee looks like it's <laughs> rutting right now. <laughs> oh, it's kind of crazy. Uh, anyways, um, you know, we got to get to a break. The show, sadly, folks, is coming to an end, but the party continues as always at JimandTrav.com and we appreciate, we love uh, seeing and reading all of your feedback. It is so cool. Also, when you guys uh, follow us on uh, social media, but get outdoors this weekend. Take some kiddos with you and you know what? If they don't have their hunter's education uh, certificate, go buy it. No, you gotta take the class. Oh, you gotta take a class. Uh, And then you pay for it. (laughs) There you go. Uh, But that's what you gotta do. Just get kids outdoors. Get them interested uh, in hunting and fishing and family participation. That is key. This is this is all inclusive. Miss Buddy, last word. That's it. Tons of seasons opening up. Don't let inexperience keep you out of the field. Get out there and try your hand at it. That's right. And you can have a great time just being out there. You know, another thing we want to say is like Cabela's and Bass Pro, they're always having like these seminars. Little seminars. Yeah, like these little programs going on. It for those people, like Miss Bunny said, that might not be the most salty dogs in the outdoors, but to get you interested. It's really cool. So uh, hop online, check them out, see when a class might be. Enroll yourself. We got to get to a break, but peace out. Jesus loves you, so do we. And uh, thanks for listening.
listening. We'll talk with you later. The Revolution with Jim and Trav is a production of Outdoor Trails Radio Network. Copyright 2018. All rights reserved. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.